0: jacked and canned ladies and gentlemen welcome to the sports roundtable with jacked and canned Woo! got john over here as always we're going to talk about some sports today john how you doing today bud dude i'm doing good man i'm coming
1: uh actually coming off the heels of a pretty damn busy two week period uh dj'd a wedding on saturday i'm not going to get too far into it but uh Wait, are you in the actually, clear I'm going to save this. Can I please have my own crack in a cold one with John segment and our real episode later? Yeah, why not? All right. Teaser, ladies and gentlemen. So once you hear this, make sure you're tuned into the next one because I got a pretty damn good one. And I think it's going to be pretty cool.
0: <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good to me. I'm doing good, Colbs. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. So we're going to talk a little bit of sports here tonight. So first thing that I wanted to get off my chest is Alex Smith is retired, and I know that John is a hopeful fan, is going to be a little bit upset by this. So I wanted to just talk a little bit about Alex Smith and his career, because he did have a good career. I don't want that to be misunderstood. I'm not not looking at like an all-time great that just took retirement, but I am looking at somebody that had a very positive NFL career. And I will tell you, after his first season – I thought he was going to be trash the whole way through. What? Did you really? Oh, my God. He looked so bad his rookie season. But, again, that can happen when you're drafted by a bad team. Can
1: Can I just give some information for those like myself out there that might listen to the show that doesn't know what his first season looked like? This is what it looked like. He was 21 years old. Colbs, when we were 21, we were dropping elbows, brother. We were dropping elbows like Ric Flair. We still and, and literally. Are. Uh, true. Literally, Colbs. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I have a video of Colbs dropping the most hardcore elbow I think I've ever seen in my life on a file cabinet. I'm not kidding. I came I off a how, ladder. And he came off a ladder like Jeff Hardy. But here's what Alex Smith's rookie season looked like. It looked like Colbs delivering an elbow right to that file cabinet. It was one touchdown pass. 11 interceptions. Oof. Okay, Colbs. I see what you're saying. 875 yards. A completion percentage of 50.9. Oh, God. And he got sucked 29 times. I
0: need to remember to put that audio clip in there. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, essentially, coming off of that rookie campaign, I thought there was no chance in hell that Alex Smith was going to amount to anything. I was like, this guy's just a turnover machine. And what ended up happening is he did the exact opposite throughout the majority of his career. Wow. He's actually one of the more accurate passers. If you look yeah. towards the end of his career, you're gonna I see am. a lot of upper sixties, and I believe even wow. around seventy percent as far as his completion percentage. He's somebody you're, just, you're ridiculous. You hit that right on the head. He averaged sixty percent every
1: season. He averaged seventy once. You're you're insane with stats, bro. Blow my mind, Colbs.
0: Yeah, I know, and I'm talking about Alex Smith, who's somebody that I didn't really like. sit there and get all googly-eyed over.
1: You know what the most impressive thing is (laughs) as I look at these stats here, and uh, this is going to shock some more of our audience that might not be huge Alex Smith fans or big-time football fans, is his touchdown-to-interception ratio, pretty damn good, like you said later on in the career. He held less than 10 interceptions in every single season. From 2010
0: on. Yeah, that, that makes impressive. sense. I mean, I know a lot of that, too, has to do with the fact that he wasn't there for all the games because he was hurt for a decent bit. But he did play the majority of these games. Yeah, Keep in mind, all that time in Kansas City that he spent, yeah. he had a lot of good time in the league. And oh, I, I don't want yeah. it to be, I, I don't want his career to be just unremembered. I, I, I don't think that's a word but we're going to make that one up here. I don't want it to be something where people just forget that Alex Smith played because he is worthy of being remembered, but he's by no means a Hall of Famer. It's not anything along those lines, but he is somebody that did achieve a very positive NFL career, and it does somewhat suck to see him go. Does Does he get into the
1: Hall of Fame just no. – Not from stats, not from stats, but just from no. the trials and tribulations. You don't – No. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gents hold up hold up be- before you say anything coles <laughs> i i could see coles facial expression right now is because i'm still rooting for ryan fitzpatrick to to do some damage in the playoffs just so he can get
0: in oh hey john another uh another oh, fact God, on ryan fitzpatrick that i wanted to hit you with he's never made a oh, Pro damn Bowl.
1: you damn you damn you
0: <laughs> really i actually meant to bring that up last week i i Thanks, learned Golds. that recently and i was like oh yeah that that's right. He never did make a Pro Bowl. There's you no Hall of
1: that didn't make the damn Pro Bowl, John. All those 2000 emo songs were because of you. Because you just <laughs> created so much sadness out there in the world. They were made for with me.
0: That. I, that was my jam back when I was like 11, 12 years old. I was just sitting around listening to the used and my chemical romance.
1: Ooh, that sounds like a future episode of the Jack and Can regular show. Top five emo songs. I'm going to oh, write that down. Wow. Con- oh, okay. Continue in with your that. segment, Coles. Yep, give me yep. the sports while I write this.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I can actually dive into one real quick while John's writing this because I know that John has no interest. Joe Harris, who is a shooting guard for the Brooklyn Nets, he obviously comes off the bench with the talent that they have. Or well, I guess he's mostly been starting because their uh their talent hasn't all been on the court at the same time. But Joe Harris is not only top five in threes made, but he's top five in three point percentage which is incredible because when you're taking that many threes, the ability to hit that many of them is outstanding. There are not a lot of players that have that ability. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Joe Harris. Not that he's necessarily one of these guys that's going to dominate the league, but he is a spot up three point shooter, unlike very few others. Dude, talking
1: about Joe Harris just makes me think that I need to know exactly what's going on right now and who's on top in the world of sports who's on top we're talking about the American League the MLB the Red Sox are on top boo AL Central Royals AL West we got the athletics hey Jose Canseco come back and start throwing the knuckleball yeah baby National League oh my god Coles the New York Mets are on top dude the Mets the Mets the Mets <laughs> I love it well said the NL Central, we got the Brewers, NL West, oh, we got the Dodgers. No surprise there. But the Giants are holding close. We're going to shift things over over, the, over here to the NHL. Central Division, we got the Hurricanes on top. East Division, Colbs. I usually hey, we just want to know who's on top, right? That's the Penguins, but we have to talk about this real quick. We got the Penguins, the Capitals, the Islanders, the Bruins, the Rangers, the Flyers, the Devils, the the, the same uh, the, the Sabres, what's going on? Everybody's like died. I'm confused.
0: Yeah, the Bruins, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot of perspective for the rest of the league. What I can really tell you as far as the Bruins are concerned is that they're just not playing the kind of hockey that they were playing even a year ago. I don't know exactly what's going on, but it's pretty depressing to watch at this point because it's just goal after goal going the wrong direction. Every time I look at Twitter, it's telling me that the Bruins are down 3-0 going into the third. And ladies and gentlemen, a little inside peek. The reason why I said tied
1: is because I saw games played, and I thought that was in the win column. So I thought they all had forty-seven wins. So that's why <laughs> I said they were tied. But in actuality, what Cole said just makes a lot more sense. And thank God that's why I only say who's in first place because that's easy to read. Now that I correct myself, the Penguins are doing pretty damn good. We're going to shift over here to the West Division. Now that I can see the games played category, the golden Knights are on top with wins North division. We got the maple leaves blue boo. Now this ladies and gentlemen, this is what we've all been waiting for. This is what you've been waiting for the NBA. We had a lot of fun last week. We introduced for the first time ever Colb's rattling off who was in the top eight. So just like last week, We're going to see if we can repeat this, and we're going to have a little bit of fun. Now, here's a little bit of perspective behind the scenes. Coles does not have the standings in front of him. So this is going to be a running trend from week to week. We're not going to explain it every time. We're just doing it now because it's a new segment to the show. So Coles, with that said, Eastern Conference, I want you to name off teams that are standing standing wise, wins and loss, right? From one to eight,
0: go. You're on the clock. We're starting with the Eastern Conference. Starting Eastern, go. We're on the clock. All right. Number one, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Nets just overtook that spot. (gasps) All right. Number two is the 76ers. Number three is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. Number four, I believe the New York Knicks on their win streak, they've now climbed to the four spot.
1: Woo. Can we talk about the Knicks real quick? I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off, man, but dude, I, man, I, you know, I'm hopeful, you know, I've been talking about the Knicks, you know, Hector from our, our buddies over at breaking down the tape loves the New York Knicks. So that I do what the dude, the New York Knicks, are they going to win it all? No,
0: no. Oh God. No, they're, they're not even close to that level. No, they're they're going to be a team that they might get out of the first round because currently, I believe they're slotted to play Atlanta, who I think's the fifth seed. And if that's the case, that's a that's a matchup they can win. But beyond that, I don't think there's a lot of teams that'll be left after that first round that they could beat, if any. Colb's, what's
1: your favorite flavor of Starburst? Orange. Mine is starberry. First. For, uh, for Stefan Marbury from the New York Knicks. Starberry. You're playing, huh? Guess what? What? Still playing, huh? Well, he was playing in China, but what I'm saying is they're doing it for Starberry. Do it for Starberry, baby. The New York Knicks are going to get it done. You heard it here on Jacked and Canned. <laughs> Coles, what's number five? Atlanta. Jesus, you're good. Six. You better get this right.
0: Uh, that's going to be the Celtics.
1: Yeah, yeah. I gave you a teaser. That was a give. You're welcome. <laughs> Seven. Miami. You suck.
0: That's awesome. Number eight. That's going to be the Charlotte Hornets.
1: You bastard. That was awesome. Okay, and then nine. We're not even going to go through the rest because you got it. Damn you, Kolb's. You're good. All right. This is where we're going to throw them off, ladies and gents. I, Kolb's, pro- you do not have these standings in front of you. Uh, that I raise do your not. hand. Okay, the Boy Scout pledge, repeat after me. I do not have these things in front of me. I do not have these standings in front of me.
0: I just this read I them swear, in the morning.
1: This I swear. This I swear. To the jacked and canned. To the jacked and canned. Podcast fans. Podcast fans. Woo! All right. Ready to go with the West? <laughs> okay, here we go with the Western Conference. I had to swear Colbs in just to make sure that there's some sort of trust. Okay, the West. This is where we're going to throw them off. Number one.
0: Number one, Utah Jazz. They've been there pretty much all season. Two. Going to be the Phoenix Suns. They've also been there pretty much all season. Damn. Three. Uh, Clippers, still there. Woo. Four. The Denver Nuggets. Woo. Five. That's where my Lakers are. Woo. Six. (sighs) Oh. This one's a little bit tougher because Portland had been there for a while. I think the Dallas just overtook them, though. Yep. Number seven. Uh, that'll still be Portland, then. And eight. Unless somebody's passed them, it's got to still be the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm just not 100% sure All on right, that this one. This is
1: absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely stupid. Yeah, you got it right. You All right. Sick. Sick. Damn you, dude. So, Colves some insider takes, Okay. We talked a little bit about there about uh, the New York Knicks, and obviously I'm hopeful for them. The Boston Celtics, they've been making some improvements. They're above 500 now. Who do you think out of the Eastern Conference is going to be making the most noise? Dis- don't count the Nets because we already know they're pretty
0: much a give me. Uh, other than them, it's got to be Philadelphia. They're the only team that's really propelled themselves okay. to look like a Let's have some fun. Okay. Outside of the Nets in the 76ers and the Bucks, who? Uh, the Bucs wouldn't be my third. I'd actually say that Miami would be the third. Wow. What? What? When they are Why? healthy, they play better than every other team in the East other than the top two teams there with Philly and Brooklyn. Uh, Miami's been doing it that way all year. They were doing it last year. That's what brought them to the finals. It's just that Miami's gone through a lot of injuries and – they were a team that because they made the finals, they got one of those shorter off seasons. Also, like the Lakers, where a lot of these players are coming back on very little rest.
1: Dude, can I give you a sleeper pick in that division that I don't even think that you know what's going on? Actually, I'll ask you first. Who's the two hottest teams right now in that division or in that conference?
0: The Knicks. I know that they went on a nine game win streak. I think that got broken, but they had one nine no. in a row.
1: Nope, you're right. Nine game win streak, which is weird. Okay, who else? Um, I probably Atlanta. So Atlanta's doing good, right? So, but they're on a two game winning streak, and I figured this one would throw you off. But it's the Wizards. Actually, they're in their last ten games. They're on an eight game win streak. They're nine and one, and they're in the ten spot at twenty seven and thirty three. Uh, they're only back a couple of games there from the Hornets. So it is possible,
0: but if it is the right I mean, time to get That means hot, that if they get in there, they're either going to get Brooklyn or Philly, and they're going to get smoked.
1: Yeah, but if you're going in and you got the super hot hand, man, we've talked about no, this before. It, no,
0: it does not work that way in Kemba NBA Walker playoffs.
1: syndrome, Colts. No,
0: no, not at all. As much as I want to give you a little bit of hopeful here, you cannot have it on this one. That, is, that is not the gentlemen. place for it i t- what did I say
1: earlier on in the episode, right? Kolbs create more music <laughs> <laughs> I'm am I a sad universe. maker? You are a sad maker. let's bring <laughs> it over to the Western Conference. Let's give a little bit of a sports take on this a little bit of a lighter subject, okay, Kolbs, so the jazz, the Suns, and the Clippers they pretty much got it down, right uh, who <laughs> I know who you're gonna say, but who outside of those three teams that was just named? Who do you think is going to make the most
0: noise? So only one of those three teams I actually think has a shot to win it all, being the Clippers. I don't think that the top two teams there actually have a shot. What? Um, I do have three teams that do have a shot, and that's going to be your three, four, and five seed there. I do believe that the Denver Nuggets have a legitimate chance, although without Jamal Murray, I don't know if that's still going to be existent. And uh, the Lakers, obviously, when they get back and healthy, it doesn't matter what seed they come in at. They're, they're going to be fine. Yeah. They're not worried about finishing eighth and getting Utah in the first round. They'll they'll make it through. They, they're going to be able to. I'm not worried about Utah, and I'm not worried about Phoenix.
1: Well, here's one interesting thing that I would kind of want to throw in there. Sitting in the seventh spot, looking at the, uh, the current standings, the Trailblazers are sitting at a five-game losing skid, a two-and-eight in their last ten. What is going on over there? I don't pay attention to the NBA. Genuinely,
0: tell us. Uh, they they haven't been playing the ball that they were playing earlier in the season. It's going to come back because those is two injuries? guards— injuries? Uh, not particularly. I mean, I, I have seen injuries here and there, but I've seen that for every team. So gotcha. that, that's not really something that I'm factoring in for them. What I would okay. say, as far as it goes with them, is this really just comes down to how well Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are going to play when they're out there on the court. And those two players have an ability, unlike almost any other backcourt in the NBA, to just score points. And that just hasn't been happening on a super consistent basis. Now, I know that Damian Lillard is always putting up points, but you're used to seeing him drop that occasional weekly 50 burger out of nowhere that just blows your mind. And you're like, whoa, he hit shots from the parking lot. Well, we haven't seen as much of that. But I'm sure that as the season winds down here, they're going to get it back together. I wouldn't be shocked if they end up overtaking that six spot again. I'm actually really happy to see Dallas there right now because Dallas started the season terribly, and they've been on a very nice run here. I know they just beat the Lakers back-to-back times. Granted, a semi-hurt Lakers team, but the Mavs have made their move, and I'm excited that they've at least pretty much almost solidified themselves into this playoff chase here. Dude,
1: not bad. Hey, I'm going to go ahead here and transition us outside of the NBA. I want to talk a little about a little bit about the NFL, Trevor Lawrence in particular. A uh, particular headline that I saw here from Yahoo Sports, so I think it's real, but you know what? Jackton Can Sports, <laughs> who knows if Jackton Can Sports is real either, <laughs> right? <laughs> who knows, Colbs? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. So Trevor <laughs> Lawrence ended up signing a deal with the cryptocurrency app that's catching a lot of popularity right now. Blockfolio, have you heard? I have not. Tell me more. So Dave Portnoy from Bar- Barstool Sports actually ended up posting up a video a little bit earlier today as well that he owns exactly one Bitcoin, which is like 40 something thousand dollars, which is insane to me. Like, first off, I can't imagine going down anywhere, like, and being like, yo, yeah, what's up, man? Yo, you you want to get dinner? Yeah, I got one bit. You know, like, what's going to be the slang term for? I don't know. Like, how are people,
0: ah, dude, it just blows my mind. I, I got no idea. This is not a subject <laughs> matter that I have any type of competent giving for you.
1: So this is going to blow your mind when I say this. Okay. So Trevor Lawrence signed a deal, and he gets his bonus paid in cryptocurrency. He's getting paid in, like, crypto. Money is Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't know what that looks like. What the hell does that mean? Dude, we talked about it before with these players. If they're going to get billion dollar contracts.
0: Hey, Actually, they- John, I got another example of this. Russell OCoom, who used to be the Seahawks left tackle. He's been playing with the Los, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, I believe now, uh, since he's left. He also had signed his most recent deal to get his uh a part of his salary anyway in Bitcoin, and thus he's no actually way. one of the top 10 highest paid players in the NFL based on what that ended up being.
1: No way. Him. Are you serious? Correct. Wow.
0: Dude, I had no
1: freaking idea. It's just blowing up the whole world with that. And um, before I totally hijack this episode, which I apologize in advance, UFC, did you happen to see the he- headlines of –
0: yeah, I did. I was going to talk about it on the normal show, but yeah, let's just do it. Oh my God. That was one of the hardest punches I've ever seen. <laughs> dude. And
1: I bring it back to the point that there is a reason why I sit back now and I just have wine and I observe. I never want to get punched like that. Colbs, you've been in the MMA circle. You've been in that environment, dude. Wrestling. No, it brings you cauliflower ears. I love cauliflower pizza. Okay. (gasps) I don't like cauliflower ears. You know what I mean? Dude, I can't get punched like that. I not only would I get knocked out, I would cry on
0: live television, I would
1: cry. I would ball up in a little ball and cry.
0: Well, I don't doubt that, John. But what I would tell you is what you want to do in that particular circumstance is that you want to be able to deliver the punch before the other guy gets the chance to. Well, you know what, dude? I would try to just
1: grapple I don't know man like I no, in just- all seriousness
0: I mean that punch he could not have timed that better and that's oh. really more or less what that was I mean that's why it looked so violent and it was so violent but the reason being is because of the timing on it because if that punch comes out just a second or a half second later or a half second earlier it doesn't make quite that contact he hit that dead on timing wise and every all those like reaction things, and I've seen the memes with Joe Rogan and all that. Yeah, holding the mic down on the ground—that's the appropriate reaction because that fist yeah. went through his
1: face. It went through it. I swear I saw spit. I swear I saw spit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a I tooth. saw a explode. I yeah, or it was a tooth. I don't know. He might have dentures. <laughs> like I don't know. After that one, that was a rough one. But dude, he's a good sport. He's a good dude because after the loss too, he got up and he's like, look.
0: He's like, dude, you got me like, you know, he even admitted it. And he's like, they had a fight prior where um, Usman was able to win based on his wrestling. And Masvidal essentially came out and said, look, you beat me your way and you beat me my way. I'm clearly just not at your level. And, you know, coming from him, that's actually uh, very humbling to hear because Masvidal has been one of these kind of Conor McGregor types. that has been running around being very, uh, very yappy in the industry. And granted, I was rooting for him. I'll be honest, I love Mosfetol. So, I, you know, for me it's it's cool to see that he was able to display the sportsmanship piece, but I mean, damn man, he really got his face beat. <laughs> And not that I
1: know about his past or his life or anything, because I truly don't, but I did see a couple of really interesting YouTube videos on how he came about and how he came up to the scene. He was one of those backyard fighters, dude.
0: Yeah. He also has one of the – he's got the UFC record for fastest knockout. He knocks somebody out in like four seconds with a knee. Yeah, and guess who it was? Ben Askren. Yeah. Oh, that's who that was? Yeah, Colves. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I should have known what the guy's name was then because <laughs> in <laughs> the last episode, I didn't know it, but that makes sense. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a sports show.
1: Guess what? I just trumped Colbs. Yeah, yep, I'm the only it. sport that I was any good at. Guess what, man? 26 minutes into this episode, we gave a lot of teasers heading into our real one, which we are going to be recording here next, and it will be released. Re- releated, whoa, released Wow, Related. I like that. It will be Related next. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Appreciate you tuning in. Cole, shut it down the way you know how to, my man.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Jacked and Canned.
1: This was Jacked and Canned.
0: Tune in to new episodes on iTunes. And check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. At Jacked and Canned. Presented by... No one.